where we feel everything connects whether we know how or not dancing and diving in the wonder and mystery of being human this is a freestyle in the moment podcast no scripts or editing is made welcome and please enjoy this ride (laughs) good morning (laughs) (laughs) hello What is that that you send me a picture of? <laughs> so I got out of my chat and I'm like, you know what? I'm doing this podcast in my sleeping bag. So I grab my sleep bag and I bring it to the car because that's usually where I sit to do the podcast. Um, ah, that's so funny. And went in, went to the bathroom, came back. And I have this rose water spray that I decided to uh, mm. just spray on my face and I was going to walk out the door and I was looking at the trees and doing whatever as I'm doing that. And I had also been kind of going, hmm, what do I feel coming up to talk about? Because the ideas that I had, a thing, like these last few days were just kind of like floating away. <laughs> I got to put the cap on the, the, the bottle and next thing I did, I pull it away to go like, not pull it away, but I just move it to go set it down. And my hair went with it, so I had like six strands of my hair connected into the, the cap of the bottle. Like, there's my hair hanging off the bottle, going, Well, I guess I got a, I guess a detachment's coming up. I, I, I have a way of like noticing I get signs heavily, and it was so funny because somebody did a reading once, well, and they were like, Yeah, you know, signs are big in the world. I'm like, Yes, they. <laughs> and so bad it gets even better because then I get the car and I drew my water and I just had this image of like my water spilling or something like that and I'm like yeah whatever so I get in the car and I go to set my water down and I go to move around all my water goes between <laughs> <laughs> my and I'm going yes let go uh, yeah. attachment okay I get it <laughs> and I actually did wow. that twice with my water since I got it <laughs> I was like okay this is what's coming through. Detachment. <laughs> else might say, no, you need to focus and pay attention more. I was like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like we're going to do detachment. Why do I put a cap on a spray bottle and it tears my hair out? It wasn't even like a tug that I stopped. Like, like I fully moved it. And that, that bottle cap or it was like completely on so securely my hair just went with it. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, so I sent that to you. I thought it was pretty funny. Mm. Oh my gosh. That is funny. <laughs> yep. Detachment. Well, hello, everyone is listening. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for joining. I hope you got a laugh out of this. Oh, if nothing, I could be highly entertaining. Oh, uh, life you. is highly entertaining. It is. It is. And I purposely made a point to uh, go kiss the trees this morning and, and put my hands on the ground. Even though I got mm. up after sleeping on the ground, I still do that. So that was the other thing I came to. It's like, you know, being on purpose with things sometimes. Oh, wow. So. I went for my morning walk today and I messaged you about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so 
frozen tears. No, my sister goes out and she comes back in. She's like, oh my God, it's beautiful outside today. And I woke up today and I'm like, you know, I miss my morning walks because I don't do them as often now because it's cold. Mm-hmm. And that's an excuse, I feel like, if I say so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I put my clothes on and I go outside for a walk. But and I'm just crying and crying and crying. And I'm just wiping tears and, you know, cars are passing by or, like, people walking. Yeah. And, like, I wonder if, like, oh, my God, she's so miserable. Like, she's... <laughs> She's so sad. She's out to walk, you know, to walk her sadness away or something. And I'm like, uh, if they only know that I'm enjoying this web, like I'm enjoying the sky <laughs> at the same time, I'm crying because it's like freezing. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Hmm. But oh, that was it. Blue sky, well, the dark blue, let's cut the stars out and the light blue is starting to come up. Or come oh, wow. It's a beautiful. I forget oh. about the time difference sometimes. I do too. Yes. And you know it's funny that it's only been like 140 years, 150 years, not even. Like in some places I think it was like 1911 and other places were like 18 something and they put time zones mm. in. Like they didn't exist. They're actually like mm. construct. They did it so that um, what was it? Trains I think. It would be easier to schedule and work all that. I don't know why they did it. <laughs> yeah, well, that was part of it. It was something with the train schedules and it being more efficient and effective. Mm. Or something like that. So, at least that's what I kind of recall reading about. But I'm like, yeah, so this is something relatively new to the human psyche, I guess. Mm. Or physical body of this idea of time zones and somebody's in a different time, which would then maybe a different space or a different... Like, it's... A, it's... <laughs> Speaking of detachment, so does that detach us from <laughs> certain I don't know, way of feeling and vision? No, I feel like maybe we're meant to experience different, um, not time zones in the time zones, but like the difference of daylight and nighttime and the mm-hmm. seasons. Because, like, if you think about it, the seasons are different in different countries too. Yeah, and that's been it's just the idea that the time right yeah. now the way my sky looks it's this time and the way your sky looks right now it's a different time. As my sky to... is completely <laughs> light blue with some clouds. Right, but two hundred years ago it just would have been the color of your sky. But then again, mm. I don't know what existed. But two hundred years ago, years ago I wouldn't know. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. What existed to communicate 200 years? Yeah, ago? that's the thing. Like, I wouldn't know that there's a different sky that's lighting somewhere else. You yeah, know, exactly. Mm. Isn't that intriguing? Hmm. That you could know there's a difference of somewhere else. Like right now, we could get on a video with people from all over the world, and we could literally see the difference of all over the world. Mm, beautiful, Where beautiful. In the past that wouldn't have been anything. Maybe an idea. Maybe there are ideas of it. I don't know. I, mean, I guess it's a whole idea of was the earth flat around we just didn't really they didn't really know and now we sort of have this knowing we have things floating in the, in the mm. atmosphere outside of our our planet hurtling around showing us images so we feel we know what everything looks like yes i sometimes think about 
and it's gonna be it's gonna be funny i don't i don't know if it's funny or not like people argue about this all the time online and on the internet and stuff but i'm like i've never seen how the earth looks like from the space so i really don't know exactly if the images were shown are real or not you know Mm. like i always bring myself back to what i can physically see and touch and feel um but at the same time life is not only the physical you know yeah it's interesting that you would question that it's funny when we see images like from what earth looks like from space it's something i don't really question maybe further out in space sometimes but i don't know i just Mm. Like, I don't know about the other planets and stuff. I, mm-hmm. you know, I see what I see. Like, I know about what I see. Like, I see the stars at night. I see their movements. I see the, um, when they, there's the um, shooting stars and stuff. Like, I see that. Yeah. But I don't know about how they explain about the galaxies and Milky Ways and stuff and all that. Because I haven't been there, like, a million light years away what is yeah that? i mean yeah in a, in a sense i suppose earth would have felt like that too when you were in, like mm-hmm. you come to america what did that feel like versus being in europe or versus being somewhere else like oh my like god so many you're light right because i was in syria like 11 years ago mm-hmm. and now i'm in the u.s and the image i had of the u.s at the time is different from what i'm living right now Mm, what are the differences like i used to only see him like america or the united states from the tv like movies and and songs and news you know like that's the u.s that i used to see um it's completely different when you live in it and the people like i only thought like i thought that it was you know, like the housewives or things like that. When I got here, I'm like, no, there are people who are like different and nice. So like people have different, like it's very diverse. It's very, um, there is more of embracing the differences mm-hmm. in the U.S. than it's projected to the outside. Mm. So from where you would have been sitting in Syria... For coming here, am I imagining that it, you just had like a small window mm-hmm. and it it kind of looked the same or felt the same of what you what the U.S. was like or what the experience it, would have been? I had this image of what the U.S. is and I had this um, thought of like, it was even because um, you know how it is um, outside countries always I don't know why we seem to always hang on to pride into something, you know? So mm-hmm. I was like, I was taught to hold on pride of my Arabness or like my religion or like this and that. Yeah. And when I came here, I'm like, oh my God, melt it all away. It does not matter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, you know, what this is bringing for me, this is bringing up for me this idea of like, even when we walk by people or we see their posts in social media, or watch somebody on TV. Um, it's just it's such a little slice, and it does not fully represent who they are in any way, shape, or form. And yes. it's the same concept. And then I think it goes even further into like for my own self. Like 
I can only see a little glimmer of who I actually am. And actually, sometimes other people can see more of myself at times. Um, only not that they can see more, I would say. It's just I often get focused in on like that little tunnel vision. I actually <clears throat> was writing something the other day. I have this picture of my mom. We're on a swing and I'm kind of laying back. And it was really this amazing moment that happened when I was a kid um, that I had always kind of remembered. And yet, if I thought about it, or if I um, uh, saw the picture that I had, but otherwise, that moment was so gone, in generally speaking. Like, I would always have this one feeling or sense of my mom that I, like, stuck to her sense of who she was. And even after knowing her and experiencing her being around, I would still kind of, like, attach it. My mom is just, like, this one idea or feeling. And I was like, wow, I don't want her to be just this one thing especially if this one thing wasn't always the best feeling thing I was like how can I attach no maybe not attach it's like how can I draw out um, a wonderful image and feeling to this person even though I might have experienced a whole variety of feelings and senses of them like how can I go in a different way and I kind of think like you know when I travel people like what is this place like or what's that place like and I remember Wayne Dyer used to say he's like well what is it like where you're from (laughs) to people Mm. and he's like well that's kind of what it's like here and the idea that we take the way that we think or perceive with us and it's going to be that Mm. so if you like you were outside with the tears coming down and and you're just seeing the beauty all around you. And you're like, well, someone else could perceive this as I'm crying or falling apart or something's wrong versus you're yes. like, I am in the most ecstatic state of one being outside, which you haven't done in a while. And two, like just this whole process and how it can be looked at so differently depending on not just the view we see, but the, the internal view that we're looking out from. Mm. Wow. Would I, would I translate? There are so many ways to translate what you just said, but how um, the, the one tip that I took from that, one of many, is that experiences are optionals, optional. Ooh. Ooh. That's what mm-hmm. I heard. Like, mm-hmm. like, I'm just thinking, like, <laughs> everything you said, I'm like, oh, my God, experiences are completely optional. Because you look through your memory to find that good image of your mom, to remember her like that, for example. Yeah. Um, I. Like, it, and it doesn't change all the experiences. Yes, it does not. It's just but my it changes your own experience. You know, like you choose that experience. Yeah. So, wow, this is huge. <laughs> I think that could be saying the same if we're, you know, looking at a picture from space. Like, what, what is the yes. I'm looking through? Like, you were like, well, I don't know if I trust that. And I'm like, well, I, I get that. I, I've, I've had those moments and feelings of that, of wondering. Like, I do question that aspect at times, but it's just not my standard mm-hmm. to go there so much anymore, which is funny because I definitely used to view more things, like, in a very non-trusting yeah well my yeah I want to go back to that for a second because I wasn't necessarily talking about trusting the images what I mean is that I don't choose to think of the space from the lenses that were given like the images they're given to us 
I would rather experience yeah, space yeah. from yeah. my lens when okay. at night I look at the sky and I see the way it's mm. set up, you know? So it's yeah. like, at the same, that goes back to the same thing. I'm choosing the experience of space, right. not through that picture. And this comes from a girl who's trying to draw the perfect galaxy with watercolors. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> Are you like, I'm trying. To, <laughs> like, drawing a galaxy has been something. <laughs> That's been something I've been trying to do, right? So if you go back to one of my drawings, it's, um, if you go back, one of them, there is the uh, female and male embracing and there is a heart connecting them there within a heart and there's a heart I on the you remember which one yeah, the black yeah. yeah it's because you're trying to figure out how many stars to I was it. trying yes yes <laughs> it's like, like it. <laughs> it's like two different galaxies embracing or like um becoming one and that whole thing it's about yeah. energies feminine masculine at the same time how they produce this one big thing. <laughs> but yeah, I still try to draw the perfect galaxy with watercolor, but I still don't trust that image. I don't know. I it, not yeah, trusting, like, but I don't trust, see like, it. I don't ex I don't want to experience the space from like that. Is it like you just don't have the same knowing that you have of like what is a sidewalk, what is sand, what is grass? Mm -hmm. Just mm -hmm immersed yourself you've had an immersion experience with it yeah and maybe it's because I I used to have prejudgment of a lot of things because of like I said I was born and raised in a different country and I came to a whole different country it doesn't matter where you were born and where you go because it's the same like you're gonna have oh yeah you can I I made my assumptions yeah. yeah you know like I was told or shown certain pictures and told about a, a whole culture a certain way but when I'm in it it's completely different experience and I'm like oh my god what is that projection I had before it's not true so that's the same way how I don't believe 100% in the images it's the same way you know it's, is that clearer now <laughs> yeah no 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 I totally get that because I, and I think for yeah. me it takes me right back to <laughs> Or Akashic conversation, as I call it, the one that's recorded in the <laughs> not necessarily in, uh, one that anybody else can hear. So you had talked about uh, in Syria how you knew everybody in, like, on your block. You knew everybody mm -hmm. that lived around you and stuff Oh, like yes. That. So just for me, even where, the way I grew up um, and many areas that I've lived, I didn't know everybody on the block. And... Um, or I might have seen them, but didn't have like a connected conversation or mm. have an experience of actually having gone and done anything with them. So there's this, you know, I know like their house on <laughs> the mm. outside, but I really don't know what's going on on the inside. Like you see and them, just, but you don't know them. Yeah. Like there's no further connect. And so then I can have all these ideas in my head or, or preconceptions or projections. Um, even the, the people living literally right next door, like I didn't know them very well at one point um, in different places that I lived so <laughs> yeah it's kind of like whether it be space or whether it be a different country or whether it be my neighbor or whether it be like, probably even people in my house <laughs> mm. I don't 
I can easily have preconceptions. Mm. Wow. Or ideas about that. Well, and I like that idea of then going optional. Yes. Being reminded that it's an option. Yeah. I know for so long I was like, no, this is how I feel about this. You can feel different about that. No. (laughs) How I feel about it. (laughs) But this feeling seems true to me. (laughs) Yeah. You know? And that is true. And there's many, many, or or it's a version of the truth. And there's many, many other versions, depending on how you're seeing or feeling it. And I think I just pulled out the rest of that hair that went with that thing. Wow. So right now, how could you... How are you viewing like what we're doing or your sense of self in the world? How we're doing what you're talking about the podcast? Or are you talking about in general? What? Yeah, the podcast. And then like your sense of self in the world. Okay. Say the question one more time full <laughs> together. <laughs> How am I viewing? So if we're being like, we, if we have that option, is it something in the moment we're aware that we have these options and are shifting with them mm-hmm. or is it something that like after when we're thinking of something past if we are mm-hmm. or bringing something that we've already experienced back into our current moment yeah is when we shift it or is that when you find you shift it so what i the way I see, the way I experience our podcast in general, it's like a discovery call for me mm-hmm. every time. And right now, this and this has been so far a discovery conversation. Um, and yes, we brought up a past conversation, but it feels present because of the way the direction the, the direction we took in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, even past experiences can feel very present. Oh, and and oh, that's good. like that's how. Mm-hmm. Just thinking, I mean, think back of a very good memory, and you'll see yourself smiling. It feels present. The feeling, the sensations are present. Mm-hmm. Um. So it is all related. It is very present, even though we're bringing the past. Does that make sense? Yeah. I want to hear your view of it. Yeah, I guess for me, I like how you said discovery, because that's kind of it, too. It's sort of like an exploration. I'm just kind of going there. It's like when I go in the forest. I don't, I could have been in the same forest hundreds of times but I don't know what that moment and that day is going to bring up but I could use the they're often tagged in terms of awarenesses you know like prior things that I've experienced that I have some type of mindful connection of um, in with me and yet I still like to have that experience be kind of fresh but I do find moments where like those past experiences seem so present um, 
that sometimes they're taking a higher, not higher, they become a little bit more dominant than the actual moment I'm in. Mm. <laughs> it's like, where am I? Mm. <laughs> um, and it's kind of like merge, like blending that sometimes. And I don't think it's a, like there are times where I really feel like, well, that was the experience I needed to have. Like those other things needed to come up, those other past experiences so I could maybe view them in a different way based off this present moment like right now this present moment I'm having this conversation with you and yet I feel like I'm expanding my view of how I've looked at other things and how I've connected to like the sky and different countries and people and within myself so it's sort of like expanding that um way of seeing things and so like right now because I'm talking and experiencing this and feeling back into those past experiences and yet it's coming back to this moment going oh so there's more for me to know of Sarah beyond the way I feel and imagine Sarah mm-hmm. and so now I'm curious to know more about Sarah and then myself in that context too that's how it's coming through for me and then just to have this platform where i can do that is like fun <laughs> <laughs> sort of i don't know <laughs> just don't know but yeah now i'm like okay so what don't i know about sarah <laughs> or how can the things she experiences be oh and they look outside it's a little pink in the sky um oh beautiful yeah, like there's no, like this fresh way of experiencing things. Like I could say it's pink in the sky, you can relate to it, but yet we relate to it off other experiences. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily like it's a brand new experience. Like when is the last time you had a situation, an experience that felt completely fresh or new almost to you and brand new? Mm-hmm. Hadn't experienced anything, any, any form like it. Because I think we're always, some version is something we've experienced before Ooh. I mean they are all new there's no because the energies are all long like the energies it's always new that way but without already having some preconception from another experience I guess mm. <laughs> this podcast yeah <laughs> <laughs> no this is a big question because you just said completely new but I don't know about completely new because every new experience has somewhat like a part of it a part of it has been there before you know or yeah it seems like there's some connection or attachment to other experiences somehow Mm -hmm. well even when I think about the job I have now um and because I work in a in a spa and mm-hmm. at the same time I have my own office that I'm trying to grow my own clientele right now but thinking about my this but where I'm working this spa it's mm-hmm. the first time for me to work in a spa as a massage therapist because before I've had experiences of working uh, for school I've had an experience working with a physical therapist but I've never worked where it's I'm surrounded by all 
just massage therapists and statisticians, oh, wow. for example, right? But at the same time, this is a new experience for me, and the energy is beautiful. But at the same time, I've had other jobs where the energy felt really good as well. So I'm relating this job to those times, you know, like to the other teams I've worked with. So it's still there's still something to compare to past experience. Mm. You know, even though I'm around very new people, um, to me, yeah, new to say. me. When you, when you meet somebody new for the first time, are you meeting them new for the first time? That's the thing. It, like they say things, or we talk about things, and even when, like, even when I enjoy the conversation, the conversations that I enjoy with them, it's things that I've already. And uh, so I enjoy conversations and this is what I realized afterwards is that the, the, the conversations that leave big impression on me or last, um, has a lasting effect, um, or get me a little, you know, get me excited and all that. It's the things that I'm already excited about, but it just came out. So it's things that are from with like things that I've always had but because others can relate to and because we relate and we're vocalizing them together and we're having this dance of words and around the same subject that we're all excited about that's why I that's why um, those conversations are good to me you know is that kind of like, yes, you're a new person to me, but our experiences that we've both experienced individually uh, can be shared that make it kind of like we're not new to each other. There's some connection yes. already that exists because of just experience mm-hmm. of life. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's so intriguing. Beautiful. Mm. Yeah. Well, one of the people that I really enjoy listening to, um, he's a interviewer. Um, I mean, he's pretty famous now. Uh, Tom Bilyeu, Impact Theory. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoy all. I've been following that man since probably 2016, 15, either end of 15 or beginning of 16, because it was Inside Quest at the time. Um, but one thing that he said that stuck with me is that there aren't very, there aren't so many original ideas, but there are original connections. Mm. And this could be true to experiences as well. It's not necessarily the little things, the experience itself, but it's the little connection that we make is the original thing. Or that's what yeah. keeps the long-lasting effect. <laughs> and do you feel that we're ever experiencing somebody else or their situation or we're experiencing a version of it within of ourselves, like through ourselves? When we experience a new person, mm-hmm. we experience a new version of ourselves? Yeah, yes. So. Yes. Yeah. Yes, like I really get in your eyes and experience it, or in your like you're that way. So it's like I 
can relate as much as I can from my little <laughs> world here. Um, <laughs> and I can view it and I can say, hey, that's how Sarah think, see things or this is her experience. And yet I feel so resonant to it um, or so connected or so immersed in it as well. And yet it's not necessarily like, Lines. like I get to try on new clothes <laughs> I get to try and Ooh, that's a good way of putting it um something and yet you know I can take those that view and clothes and experience with me for a very very long time maybe the entire my entire life mm. or at some point I could maybe change it like what what experiences connections and clothes was I given when I was born um in that sense and my are they still serving me or am I outgrowing them? Am I putting them in a nice little chest saying, thank you, I'm here. I came through these. <laughs> we're we're going to try on some more stuff. Because <laughs> they're really not fitting so well anymore. Um, yeah. I really enjoy the way you play with words and the way you put things together and the way you explain things. It's beautiful. <laughs> no, for real, I'm always... Every single time you say something new, I'm like, oh my God, this is a beautiful example. Like you have mm -hmm. this, you have an, a beautiful way of, or this is my, this is how I see it, how I experience it, right? How I experience okay. our conversations that you have a beautiful way of putting events together or like putting examples together. Um, it's just different. It, you draw a different picture. <laughs> you know said about me. <laughs> and you're not draw you're not actually drawing it but it's just like in my head you draw yep. a different picture in my head you know yeah oh thank you That's beautiful beautiful feedback I <laughs> i'm just telling you my i'm sharing my experience <laughs> i'm just sharing my experience with you <laughs> and you actually do draw them so. <laughs> I think that's the whole thing. It's like, you know, we get to sometimes things make a different sense. Like, I love going within and figuring things out too. I also love having conversations with people and just seeing things from a whole new way. Or, or even sometimes when I'm having that conversation, then I can put those different images to it. Like, I was talking to a friend yesterday and yeah, they were talking, we were talking about forgiveness and they said, it's very easy to say those words, mm -hmm. but actually feeling them and experiencing them or that word is very different. And I was like, yeah, I said, well, you know, it's like, <laughs> what is forgiveness anybody to you? Say, How you, would you? Well, it was interesting because I said, you know, anybody can say to a child, you know, you need to, it's the idea of like somebody says to you, you need a, to run and you're mm -hmm. like well but you're in the sense of that word to you you're like a baby laying on your back kind of mm. going I don't even know what I don't even want it like what, what you don't is, know what running is you don't know what running is you don't mm. know what real forgiveness is and feels like to have any comparison it's just this like concept this idea until like you actually start touching things and rolling around and then next thing you know you're crawling and in it and feeling something and then you're like you're, and I always do touchstones because I say everything starts from touch first like you're touching things when you're going rolling over and mm -hmm. 
crawling and then when you get to the point of like actually standing up you're touching less things and you're getting a better awareness and like then you go to running and when you're running you're not touching things so it's like the mind it's like this great little concept it's a great idea but it's not necessarily touching anything it's not like connected in Mm. but you know when you can kind of go backwards with it and, and, and ground it as it's often said but like it has a feeling and an understanding like I think it deepens everything mm-hmm. I'm yeah, interested wait <laughs> I'm sorry I don't know what you have what were you gonna say that's okay you're interested in what no I'm interested in your own words how would you paint a picture of forgiveness you know how you painted a picture of running right now what are the stages to you know because one word sometimes is like i said forgiveness like you said i'm sorry like forgiveness is one of those words that are hard to know um what it what it means or what it feels like so what are the stages in your own words and your beautiful paintings of mine you know and forgiving well for me it's kind of like wrestling um i think first given a word it's just kind of floating around and it's there and then you have some experiences and you listen i listen a lot you know for me it's come through not necessarily through my own understanding it's a combination of listening to what other people have described it in combination with me sort of mirroring and matching up my own experiences so if i've just said the word one way with one meaning i would put it in uh, like one little box but then if i listened to somebody else and they were expressing what forgiveness was in the example of saying so I would have had an idea of like it's all right but that idea never really sat well with me instead of just Mm. saying I think Oprah had talked about it um how forgiveness is not saying anything was all right it's just letting go of the possibility that it's gonna change like whatever experience happened has happened it's not gonna change and saying forgiveness, having forgiveness doesn't change anything. It just says, I have a great understanding. Um, mm. And we don't, I don't need to hold on to the idea that this is going to change somehow. And like keep beating the self up or somebody else up over that. That you're going to like give it off. And I was like, okay, I can. And then I just kind of like, like playing with mud. It's like I wrestle into it a little bit more, feel into it a little bit more. I'm like, yeah, I guess I can understand that a little bit. Um, and then it would be like somebody else like connecting it to like if it, I'm walking through the forest and a tree falls or my favorite are the squirrels they'll be up in the trees and they'll drop various things and it's like am I gonna sit there and be mad at the squirrel I'm like it's just doing its thing like it's not it's not mm. purposely trying to do any harm to me per se at least that's my perception mm. um, or the or a limb falling or a branch falling like it's just a part of an experience a part of something that happens I don't need to carry it with me like grudging or any extra emotion or like there's not even a question that you would the idea forgive that you just um, 
release it in a sense and let it be what it was. Uh, it's just gets would get gummy for me when I put all these emotions about intention. Like did somebody tend to do harm? Did somebody want to do like? And then the reality is like we this I had to learn. I didn't have to learn. I was learning like oh wait, I was making this idea of forgiveness so into a right and wrong thing. Like if I forgave, that meant the person. I was saying they were right somehow or what they did was okay. It was like, had nothing to do with that. And I didn't really get into something I truly understood until I put it within myself. Like until I had something I felt like badly or shameful of for doing. And then it was like, wait a minute, do I need to feel that for this? Is that going to help me? Cause I felt that way for a very long time about, uh, it could have been literally not being on time somewhere. I mean, it can be so simple. It doesn't even have to be anything like big and grandiose. Like I just felt bad that I wasn't on time or something like that. And I'd be holding like the shame on my, in, within myself over it. It's like, can I forgive myself that I was not say to work on time? And it's like, well, yeah, well, yeah why wouldn't I just say it's okay. But my idea was it's okay. And it's like, no, it's just accepting that I was not at work on time. And I don't need to get into all the reasons why or how come. It was like, yes, I can accept that it's not at work on time and leave some grace for myself and, and stuff like that. And starting with like those little small things that don't have like a ton of emotions attached to it. And then I could kind of feel into that going, okay, I guess I can understand it from that perspective. And then I could go into the ones that felt like massive and huge and or snowballs of forgiving within myself because I don't really understand concepts fully based outside myself, I guess. Mm. Like, can you forgive that person or this or this? It's like, what is that? Like, I didn't understand what it was until I was doing it. So it's like, until I could crawl or walk within myself, it just, it was just ideas talked about Mm. outside myself. Wow. Forgiveness is one of those. But then, it's expanded to the point of like my connection with my creator. It's like, what is forgiveness? <laughs> mm. That's just not even a concept that need that it, it exists. And I hear it a lot. Um, I probably heard it the most when I've been in churches about forgiveness, which is a beautiful thing and mercy and things like that. Uh, but when I connected with my creator, my creator wouldn't know what that is it, in all loving full embrace there's nothing to forgive like it's just mm-hmm. so it just keeps changing and expanding but on a human construct I, I get that it's a very personal thing I, I tend to feel so yeah but thanks for that for that picture yeah and it's probably a very important word in the sense of changing our views and lenses and and being open to it shifting because so like if I were feeling really disgruntled and shameful for myself about not being at work on time like letting and and it's of course it's not just the one time it's like oh because I've done this for you know many times in my past so it was interesting coming into working this past year like that hasn't been an issue where in my past, it was regularly an issue. 
I was always afraid of not getting to work on time and I have nightmares about not getting to work on time. It's just, it sounds crazy, but mm. my <laughs> connection to time was a little goofy. So, um, and I would beat myself up over it, but now it's like not even an issue. But the difference is I don't attach myself to if I go somewhere and I'm not exactly on time. And because I'm sort of like not doing that, it's almost like I am on time suddenly. Mm-hmm. So was I creating the issue of not being on time? In a sense? Who knows? Wow. Um, but I don't carry that energy. I don't carry that feeling of shame or guilt. I'm like, it's going to be what it's going to be. And I trust that if there's a, and I, it's, it's so interesting that we have sirens going right now because that was the example I was going to give. There were a couple times that I would be what I would call late going to work or behind the time of getting somewhere and I'd be the first one on a, on a automobile collision mm. to see it. And of course, having been a paramedic, I was like, was this like divinely timed that I was to be this location at this moment? Because like, that's what I would start to mm. wonder. It happened so frequently. And so when it comes to timing and time and learning divine timing, it's like, it, so I went from being this person that was like scared and feeling bad about not being on time to but later now I'm in this like complete scope of divine timing and going just trust in it and you're always on time in a sense yeah yeah even if you're late you're on time do to be more conscious you know of Mm. my actions and where I'm moving and stuff like that yes obviously I'm not sitting there going oh I'll just get there whenever um I am making steps and actions towards being somewhere at a time when it's been determined um, or predetermined however I relax into and I give myself I guess like you know forgiveness of that um, into whatever is going to be and is um, and trust that it's working out for what it needs to but I there's just so so many times (laughs) I would yep (laughs) I'm side of the road and holding somebody on the ground or like holding their hand as they're going through whatever experience and had I been on time to work then I wouldn't have been in that same place yeah where was I needed so wow. I don't know I truly don't know we're <laughs> Just, always on time I right? feel better my life seems to operate better when I trust divine timing um, that is what I've noticed and accepting that you know some somewhere there's a big orchestra of everything happening <laughs> and and if we're all angels or whatever we are here then you know that person says hey i need you over here hey i need you over here oh this would be you know right now could you scooch that way a little bit because i need you to connect with that person who's going through this wow. like i do you, have you experienced that in your life that you notice that sometimes you're strategically <laughs> Mm. in sort of like the right place at the right time even though that was nowhere in your awareness well not about time um but probably about events situations yeah yes so um i mean just talking to you right now it is a the way I met you through Tribe Design Online, the way I got to Tribe Design Online is through um, Frank J. Procaro. And 
how I got to him is through the girl who I met in 2014. Um, and I like she got me to join this multi-level marketing company. The, a lot of people think I wasted time in there. I stayed with a company for two years. But in those two years, I've learned so much. Yeah. Um, so what happened is that I met this girl. She told me about this opportunity. She's like, oh, my God, this and that. And I was like, okay, I'll sign up. I'll do it for fun. And then mm-hmm. it because of what you surround yourself with, becomes your energy and I got to learn a lot about um how to put this about groups energy energy. so because I was surrounded at the time by people who were focused on this goal oh my god I want to make it to this level in the company and this and that so suddenly Mm -hmm. I found myself very interested in becoming at this level in that company and I'm like, oh, my God, this is a dream come true. And even though in the beginning, I was like, okay, I'll do it for fun. It's not, I'm not going to do it for business. It's going to be just um, because I like the products. I'll use them for myself. And that was it. And I love the product. I don't want to say because it's going to become okay. like marketing. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not here no, to market anything. I'll I'm tell you. Like, on a, yeah, it was, it was so protein good. shakes. It was protein shakes. And I did lose weight. I did um actually at the time lose 30 pounds I went back to working out um I worked out very good and I really became this radiant person because I thought it was working for me and like it was all divine and all that stuff you know um because and it 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 was for that time for that period of time right Mm -hmm. um but what works at certain period of time doesn't necessarily have to work all your life it's okay (laughs) to let it's it's like what I realized for myself I'm speaking I'm not telling everyone but I realized for myself is that it's okay for things to work for some time and then when it doesn't work anymore move on to something else try something new you know it's completely fine um not not everything is meant to last physically but the energy will last. Um, I don't know how to say this, or maybe I said it right or not. But anyway, moving on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So not this girl. You anyway, did multi-level so yes. So uh, her and her boyfriend, they liked a picture online for this guy who had pictures of books, right? And he's like, I'm studying and doing this. And I'm like, oh my God, who's this guy? Like he's, he had some books, like some nice, I forgot what they were at the time, but I remember that at the time I was like, yeah. oh my God, that looks interesting title. That looks like an interesting title. And he's taking <laughs> notes. I'm like, all right, let's friend request this person. <laughs> that was Frank J, right? And that was in 2015. Okay. Um, he reaches out to me and he tells me, oh, there's this tribe that we're doing. And I'm like, okay, I'm not interested. Thank you. <laughs> Shut him <laughs> off right away, right? I'm like, boom, thank you shut up rapid no yeah (laughs) like the fastest no I've written in my whole life (laughs) and then it was like their first it was their first um retreat in Hawaii um that was not the one you were part of that was before um 2015 so I remember all that because I was 
something is interesting about this guy's lifestyle, about the people he's surrounding himself with. I was very interested in the whole tribe thing, but I was like, no, I'm good here. You know, I'm good here. Like, it's it was that kind of thing. Like, I'm good where I am. I don't need to go yeah. that crazy. I'm just entertained by watching them. Yeah. Um. And I don't know what did what was what did they do online back then? I no, they didn't have tribe. they didn't have tribe design online. They had um, no. they only did the tre- the retreats. But through him, but doing... what I was to say is, what was the online presence like? Because I wasn't part of anything with tribe until it's. Until- it's posting these pictures of the retreats and like how it's all these um amazing like all these happy looking um it, like you can tell the energy is different in those happy pictures different energy, <laughs> different energy people I'm like okay that seems like a good alien something you know like that's a beautiful um it looks entertaining but i'm yeah. good right here like i'm just gonna be entertained by it <laughs> that's it so I, he comes to New Jersey one day and I see that he's in Hoboken. He's doing a live video in Hoboken. And I'm like, oh my God, this guy is in New Jersey now. So I reach out to him I'm like, hey, I don't know how long you're in Jersey because he was traveling everywhere, right? Like, but do you want to meet up for coffee? And he's like, well, I'm really running on time. But if you want, I'm doing this one event in Edgewater. Um, and you could be a part of it. I could send you a link. And I'm like, okay, send me the link. And he sent me the link and it cost a hundred dollar. And I swear to God, that was the only hundred dollar I had in my pocket at the time. And I was like, oh my God, do I pay for this event or do I pay my T-Mobile bill? <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God. It's the, like, I'm telling you, so you went you, from- do I want to do an event? Nope. Too. Do I want to pay? I only have hundred dollars, and I might go to this event now. <laughs> do I want to pay my bill, like be a responsible adult, or do I want to go to this event that feels really good and it feels um, it just felt good to watch this whole journey, right? Online, I'm like, do I want to yeah. experience this or do I want to do this? And I sat. Okay, and here's the other part of it because you're asking me about if things didn't make sense at the time, but later it makes sense. Yeah. The day here, the day of the event was Sunday morning. Saturday, I was working overnight in a retail store. Um, I was working overnight till four o'clock in the morning because they had the inventory stuff. Mm. So I worked till six six in the morning. I'm sitting in the car and I'm looking at my phone. Sunday morning, six o'clock Sunday morning. I'm looking at my phone like, do I really want to go to this event? And then it, something snaps in my head. I'm like, why am I defending not going so bad? <laughs> I'm like, like, you know, because I sat in the car for 15 minutes. I'm like, oh, it makes sense that I don't have, like, I don't go because I was working overnight. I'm tired. I'm like, you know, yeah. like, it's everything makes sense not to go to this event. Like, why am I defending this so hard? And I just get the ticket and I just go home and I like get, take a shower and change and I go. And there I, so this so had you energy. Had anything like that before where all of a sudden you just kind of knew? Or, no. Like, you able to recognize that you were defending it. Like, Actually, I don't know. It pro- I probably have. I don't know. I really, genuinely, I don't know. 
if it's a pattern or not. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just felt like, why am I arguing? Why am I trying to reason with myself so hard on this? I, I could just go and regret it later. <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> and what happened is that I, I, was, I told myself, I'm going to go to this event from 10 to 2 o'clock, and I'll go back home. I'll sleep till 9 o'clock at night, and then I'll go to, my, to the overnight shift, right? Because I had another overnight shift that Sunday night till Monday morning. But what I ended up doing is I stayed with them till five or six o'clock. And then I ended up driving one of the girls, Anona, to her hotel. And I freaking love her. Like we had an amazing conversation in the car. And we're still friends on social media. We don't talk much, but I freaking love her art. She's an artist. And uh, I ended up going back home, changing and going to work pulling another overnight shift. So I stayed up for over 48 hours and I've never done that before. Wow. Um, and it just... Would so you say you here's the thing. Yeah, but here's the thing. Because of that event, I got to feel the energy, right? I got to a taste of that energy that I saw. It's because of him, because of the people who were attending it, uh, as well, because the people who were attending were just bright to me like I'm like who are these people they're shining they're not they're not wearing this fashion or like they're you know like it's not because they're fashionable or they have beautiful hair or no no no. they're just regular dressed regular everything people like some of them came in flip-flops like but they're just (laughs) like they're just energy is different like it's just could you sense that different energy online and then too and then this is just like amplified. I think okay I think when I sense a different energy online it's because over a period of time okay like you know so I was following him over a period of time that I felt that energy mm-hmm. and then a year later he posts about trap design online and I'm like oh this seems like a nice thing so I joined that and that's where I met you. And that's in this moment, this right now, it makes sense. The decision I made back then, it's not about timing, being late or being on time. Mm-hmm. We go back to the, conver- the original conversation in case everybody forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> 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 this is not an example of being on time or being late, but it's an example of doing things that make no sense. And later it makes sense. Because I, not only you, like, I have amazing friendships with people who I don't always talk to. But when I reach out, it feels just good to talk to them. So, like, there is Josh Hammond. There are, like, other, you know. Who does our music for the podcast. Yes. (laughs) Shout out to Josh Hammond. So, like, there are these examples. (laughs) That's an example of something. Yeah. And then, you know, it's interesting, too. It's so funny, too. Because then when I went to. Portland because that was the event I was first called to go with tribe related or yeah event they were doing then um yeah I was on the phone with you and Carrie mm-hmm. having a conversation and Mike <laughs> right and Mike, Mike. Up, well Mike yeah Mike came in after yes after that conversation because that's when I met him at the one cafe because we were gonna before the experience and yeah and so now we're all connected so that's so funny though how the Carrie, trickle I, I miss her too. <laughs> yeah, she's playing with fire in Hawaii. I saw that. That's so awesome. <laughs> I know. It looks so cool. 
that's so funny. I just think it's beautiful how they play with fire on the island of Volcano. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just the dance with, like, they literally dance with fire. Yeah. And they have a volcano there. It's it's just... Yeah, pouring fire out. feels, yeah. It's like out. the dance with events and... Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting how it, like, the perceptions, you know, how at one point you started out kind of going, eh, that's interesting, but nope. Yeah. <laughs> like, like no, I'm good here. More than interesting. I, I want to play with that. Yes. <laughs> and then you do and how that just changes. And you do it in a way that even, or did it in a way that made no logical sense. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and in an experience that, it's like I don't normally experience life not sleeping forty eight hours, mm-hmm. and not necessarily something you might even recommend, except for because you did experience it and it was so awesome. Yeah, but now you kind of go, oh. <laughs> and it was probably like the first time I've been in the event, and I realized that because one of the questions, um, he said one of the challenges he said is that to step in the circle and share something that we don't want to share, which mm-hmm. something that from, you know, tribe design online community we did. Um, I still haven't experienced one of the retreats in person. And that's something that probably I will soon, very soon. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm just putting on the record because I've been meaning to, but uh, it hasn't been working very well. I, I know. Yeah. I've been meaning to experience one of those in person. Um, But one of them is share something that you don't want to share. And I was one of the last people and I was sitting there and I'm listening to everyone. And I just stood there and I'm like, I just want to say that I realized that everything you don't want to share, I relate to because it's something, it's related to something that I don't want to share. It's just Mm -hmm. amazing how, we live through this we experience life sometimes and I think like for for me for example I thought that oh my god I don't want to share this or that with others because I was afraid of what they're gonna think or like um people perceptions and or like I was ashamed of it or you know we all have things or I'm just maybe I'm projecting but (laughs) I feel that most people have things they don't want to share um, mm-hmm. or hide things within. And it's just by sharing them, like, oh my God, we're all the same. We literally all the same. If we just vocalize it, we just will understand that it's not a lonely experience. I don't have to be alone. You know, like, yeah, so what? This is me. This is who I am. Like, these are the experiences that. Yeah, and I think that brings up that detachment and attachment because how attached to our, like the, so go back to the community, go back to the way we view things or people on our street or not knowing people. And we see somebody and we have like this, we've only seen a tiny slice of who they are, and yet that becomes our identity. And, and even within ourselves, we do that. There's only a tiny slice of ourselves that we know, and it becomes our identity. And it's like stripping that away. Well, then, oh, who are we and what are we and how are we attached to it? Or who's that neighbor down the street now? Like, I might get to know them, and they could be even worse than I can imagine, or they could be better than I can imagine. But, oh, I don't know if I want to go there. 
but then when you stripped it all down when you went to that event then it's like wait a minute Mm -hmm. (laughs) if we do go there I mean your experience in I'll ask this in in your experience now having gone to that event having had that experience having had uh, the tribe event online having had just your massage experiences with clients and stuff like that where you talk a little bit more in depth and going to those things that you might not want to say have you found that it's enriched your connections to yourself and to others or um, like pretty much every time okay yeah so I feel after sharing and having someone else share Mm-hmm. Um, things that we didn't previously want it to share. I feel more self-acceptance. I feel I accept myself more because, hey, I don't need to carry this heavy feeling or sensation around this subject because others can relate and it's okay to share it with others and it's okay to vocalize it. And I give myself permission. It's like, and then you it's don't like I dropped. It yeah. just is. It's like I was carrying dumbbells or something on my back, and I just let some of them down. You know, like I'm dropping mm. little by little weights here and there. Um, and I have more appreciation of others. I have more appreciations for people who are willing to communicate um, because, and I have deeper love for them or or I feel more connected to them because they helped me connect to myself and help myself more and like um accept myself and it's kind of like they helped me put down that weight so I feel like appreciation gratitude and um a bond a bond yeah and I have that same appreciation to you because every time we have these conversations, I feel like I'm putting down some weight, right? Like yeah, we, yeah. Go, we talk about these things and I feel like it, it really is, it's amazing because like I said, these are discovery calls I, to me at least. I don't know what we're going to talk about. I don't know where we're going to go. Like we, we don't plan anything ahead of time and we just roll with it. And every time... I'm becoming more accepting of things that I thought in the before, like it's I've previously had a certain judgment off Mm -hmm. and it just helps me let go of that judgment. And because you're part of the experience, I have deeper appreciation and gratitude towards you. And I feel like Mm -hmm. that sisterhood bond is getting a little stronger every time. And do you feel that that's a personal thing that you have and that's individual to you or that's becoming what you would could describe as like a universal feeling that this is kind of innate to humanity? This idea that, I think Daniel puts it, what's personal is universal or something like that. What's yeah. most personal is most universal. Um, and... So this, yes, this has been your experience, but now, like, you could see how this is not just yours. No, I, I, I feel that. And that, like, say, somebody sitting in Syria, if they were to not just have an image of people in the U.S., if they were to connect 
and if they were to be say in an event together or if they were to um do something communicate in a way where they could like say say those things that they don't want to say or even just speak to their perceptions Mm. um and how that would just drop those weights of miss maybe i don't want to say misunderstanding that we have but like preconceptions that might not necessarily be true well um, or not even that they are true but then they get to expand and get even bigger and be like oh i see more i feel more i well i'll go back to group energy yeah um because back home for example we all have um we're all shown the same tv and shown the same news and had the same books and all that but yet we have our personal experiences so to certain to certain level there is this general idea that everybody has and like there's this general perception that we all share Uh but yet there are personal little personal things it's similar to how me my brother sister and my little brother we were raised in the same house, but like we have, there is something that's the whole family has a certain idea of or general um, judgment of. Mm-hmm. Yet there are little personal things. Mm. Got it. So, to a certain level, yes, we can relate and communicate. Like this, like I, to a certain extent, I can imagine ways of helping opening their perceptions to new things and to see a different side of the US than what we're told but at the same time there is a certain there is a personal journey they have to go through and they have to want that expansion and reach their own and reach their own um understandings and conclusions lead the horse to water yeah, you can't yes so and and maybe some like not only about leading to and the water itself but yeah. every person's water is different because true when they when they want to drink like the conclusions i get to is not necessarily the same someone else will get to and they're likely not supposed to be. Yes. But there is a personal journey that we all have to share that we all have to go through it. Yeah. But there's a special recipe just designed for Sarah. Mm -hmm. For her. Mm -hmm. And it's similar enough to Debbie's reception or, you know, Mm -hmm. recipe too. Yes. That we can relate to the ingredients. However, how they marinate and dance together yes a slightly different yes we can relate to each other's ingredients (laughs) (laughs) and yet some of us have made pizza dough and some yes (laughs) what's the name of the bread in your from syria pita bread pita bread yes Um, i was thinking not like what bread is it but uh yeah so i mean it's just it's still bread and yet it has a little different flavor and a different mm-hmm. taste. Some, Some make bagel. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, I do understand the parts, the 
experience. Interesting. Like somebody could understand what it's like to live in a house because they lived in a house and yet all houses are so different or Mm -hmm. live in a different country even though their experience of the country is all different. Like you could be in the U.S. and the West and the East have different feels and energies than the South and the North and (laughs) yet it's all the same country versus our planet, our planet compared to another planet. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I, I haven't met. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't <laughs> met an alien yet. I want to ask them about their experiences. But maybe we're the aliens. <laughs> maybe we're the aliens. Mm-hmm. No, but I will imagine the experience is different. <laughs> oh no, I, I can't tell me. I'm, I live in a different world. This conversation is going somewhere. People ask you, what world do you live in anyway? Like, well, that's a really good question. But it's Debbie's world. (laughs) And it's still spinning. That's all that matters. (laughs) I believe that's what you asked me this morning. That's what I said this morning. My world is spinning in a beautiful way. Oh, that's so funny. Wow. Hmm. So how will I be different now from this conversation? <laughs> what? I think the whole thing for me now is I'm like gonna walk away from this going late put the weights down. Yeah. Exceptions. You know, have the experience and mix it into my recipe or the recipe that exists within me and enjoy it. Hmm. yeah it's yeah outside in the cold or meeting somebody new or having an opportunity to go do something i've not done before i don't believe i've done before you know there is something about attachments and de-attachment that i have to mention um yeah as a massage therapist i work on at least like the day that I don't see a lot of people I see three people and <laughs> yeah the, love, like on my day love, on my day off on my day off <laughs> on my day off when I don't want to deal with human beings I see three people <laughs> you know like yeah oh, God. That's so that's my day off anyway <laughs> I love how you just phrase that <laughs> yeah so what I realized is that most people when they when so when someone walks in the room I ask them what's going on tell me what are you feeling and where do you what do you want me to work on okay and 95 percent of people look at me and put their hands on their shoulders and they say oh I feel tension in the shoulders and the neck and when they lay down on the table and they're laying down facing down and painting a picture for you and their mm-hmm. arms are out um, in a T shape, so their okay. body, um, and I'm standing facing the head and I put my hands on and most of them, as I'm working on the muscles, they're pulling those shoulders toward their ears and I tell them, drop it 
this the the word that I use the most it used to be relaxed but people don't understand that word because it's well, it's an alien word you know it's, it's, yeah it's funny because the word that's meant to be the word the the one word that's meant to, to that's meant to be the equivalent of drop your weight just let it be yeah. and just drop your shoulders and just enjoy the moment be here is the word that people normally go double the tension, you know, like they just well, yeah. tense up more. Just, They're like, yeah. I'm fully relaxed. I'm like, um, no, you're not. <laughs> well, how many times did we feel that tension? And somebody, you know, I, my experience, I had many adults or somebody would come along. Oh, just relax because you're <laughs> feeling something and they're telling you to do the opposite. And you're like, but you want to hold on to that feeling and the dad and it's got all the stuff you want to talk and say and feel and blah, 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 blah. And so then it's yeah like you just don't want to and then they hear someone say well just relax it's like you don't get it you don't tell me to relax yeah right right so now, i know i built a resistance so i remember doing a thing and they're like just either talk to your body tell it to relax and you know instruct <laughs> to relax because we can do that but I so, had this big yeah. lump of, you know, weight around that word relax. But anyway, keep going. So now dropping. I have a different way of saying it. I tell them, drop. drop your shoulders, drop your body to the table. You're laying on the table, but it doesn't mean you're on the table. Uh, drop to the table fully. Table. Melt yeah. into the table. And when, like, I had one gentleman tell me, you don't understand. I'm always in control of everything. Like I can't, um, I like, I have, I lead this big business that I always have to be in control of everything. Like even um, like I can't, you know, he's just explained to me the whole thing and he's laying on the table. I'm like, this is the deal right now. It doesn't matter what's going on outside. You're only existing right now, right here on this table with me. So I don't care about what's going on outside. You're not supposed to care right now what's going on outside. That is not right here. This table is a place for you to just be. Can you do that right now? Can you just be here? Because you could think of all the things that could go wrong right now as you're doing this massage. But I promise you, you're not going to be able to fix anything because you're stuck with me for 60 minutes right here. and and that was when he fully relaxed to the table he dropped everything so we have these attachments to our circumstances or what's going on and like Mm -hmm. we have these attachments that oh my god you don't understand like nobody understands like oh my god i have this situation that situation and you don't understand my wife my my husband my kids um my teacher i have an assignment to to give i have this job to get done i have you know like like i've heard these words so many times and i always come with this i always tell them the same thing i promise you're not going anywhere for the next 60 minutes so can you be here can you go back to your body mm. right now? Mm. Yes, which is like the mud, which is like the crawling, the touchdown. Like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Mm. And it also makes me feel like, you know what? It'd be interesting in your, your space to have like a bag of weights. Mm. You know, 
like a weighted bag, but like a real, um, I'm picturing almost like a piece of fabric that is like in a teardrop form and it's got, uh, it could be rice or anything or balls, mm-hmm. or something heavy in it, sand even. Mm-hmm. And uh, like even two of them, one or two of them, like I like the idea of two, like balance, you know, like to hold a cord between. And then just ask the person when they come in, like, you need to hold this for a moment. Now you're going to drop it. And not just this, but everything else you walked in with. Mm. And then go from there. I don't know. That's just coming through. That's actually a beautiful idea. Sometimes it's like said, having that connection, that touchstone, that there to be like, oh, this is how I do it. Which then takes me to like the experiences you've had. Um, the event that you went to where you were talking about everybody's speaking to that thing that they don't want and to watch other people do that is that kind of thing it's like oh so this is what it's like take that thing and then drop it (laughs) you know because it's one thing for somebody to tell you but until you watch people do that and are immersed in that energy and that feeling oh I actually could do that I guess I could do that and then Mm. do it It, it's hard to sometimes to describe Mm. Hmm, so interesting. It's like a senior-junior kind of relationship. Like, I need to see my seniors doing it first. And then I'll relate to it and I can go do it. Yeah. Or feel it. Or When I get into, like, the trust me, intuition, find timing. Like, it's, there's a sense of, like, I don't need to see it anymore. And I can just trust. You know, like. In the beginning. But. It's the point seeing is, the example because I feel exactly. like, yeah, it's like, how do I get to that point? Well, I think if we had cut, like, in my own sense, it's like, if I come in that way and always been taught that, it would be no big deal. But now I've got to like take off the preconceptions, take off the weight I've added, take off whatever's been put on over all these years, all these clothes I've carried that are someone else's or that I put on and I didn't know I could take them off of ideas and, um, but yeah to see somebody else do it uh, to know it can be done mm. and sometimes we're just like no it can't or, or like you were saying you're like you don't understand i got this and this and that yeah and if that's all that somebody's grown up around is people mm-hmm. in that same thing responding in the same way connecting mm-hmm. to all that is around them in the same type of a in the similar environments but connecting to it the same way of that reactionary kind of oh my gosh, you know, this is so scary and whatever it is versus like, there's a whole nother view that you could have on like my mom's picture. Like there's a whole nother view on everything or emotion that we can carry through all that. And we can drop those other ones. And sometimes it takes quite a bit of work to do that. And other times it's just, as I want mentor would say, grab the pencil and drop it. You would drop it. Or um, I love this one this past year for me. It was huge at a friend's book. She was at an experience and this woman was talking like this, like, well, I got this going on and that, you don't understand my kids and da, da, da. And so the woman in the circle said, can you get up and walk over that tree for me? And so she did. The woman walked over the tree. Okay, now walk over that tree. And then that, that one. And she looked at the woman and was like, okay, was that difficult? And the woman's like, no. Maybe life is very similar we're just walking from one thing to another and doing one thing and another thing and being and it doesn't have to be as hard as all the weight but now she was walking from tree to tree and was imagining it or or even feeling it with all the uh, clothes on or the different 
weights or the different well you don't understand or all mm. that she probably would crumble to the ground and not walk from tree to tree mm. but the reality is or not maybe not the reality but what happened is this, she didn't carry that right you know mm. or even it could still be there but not looking through that lens mm. i mean that's the thing for me i won't say the things like i drop it and it's gone i think those things are still there and i could pick them up if i chose to um i could pick up the way i looked at life when i was a kid little kid or i could pick up the way i, I viewed things when i was a teenager or even just like three or four years ago or 10 years ago um that's in my awareness like i could pick that stuff back up to a degree or maybe even reconnect to it heavily and and really almost get lost in it um and then not even see the trees that are around me that all i need to do is walk to um but if i and i think that's part of the evolution and keep growing and becoming a new version of ourselves regularly regularly is like add more perspective add more views, add more oh it could be done like this oh i can really let go of these things and there are people that have done it and are doing it and different ways to walk in the world um, mm. and maybe even sometimes it's just you start by the going to get a massage and leaving it at the door yeah <laughs> and, and 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 laying it down there just to know that you can yeah. I mean for so long I didn't know a different way to live my life um, and that it could be lived differently and it's like how do you get from like what you were watching people do in those in online and finding interesting to watch and uh, to how it was in your life and it was like how do you make that that shift I mean the Sarah now after all these experiences and watching people and being further watching like you talked about Tom mm -hmm. listening to his interviews and doing that like the more you kind of and I attended one that. of his meetups um in New York City in 2017 so I got to experience him speaking in person and it was amazing it's like that's one that's one another thing for me is that whenever someone that I follow online for so long and they're around the area like they're in New York and mm -hmm. most people come to New York because it's the big city <laughs> I jump on that like for example there is Ryan Holiday is one of my favorite authors. He had a talk um, when he dropped his book, Ego is the Enemy. I went and I sat there. I learned from him. I felt the energy and I asked him questions and, you know, got that person-to-person -person experience. Tim Ferriss, um, mm -hmm. I love his podcast. I love his books. I have all his books. Um, when he had mentor, um, Trap of Mentors, um, he came to Barnes & Noble in New York City. So I put myself in the same room. I waited on, uh, like on the line, the long line for an hour and a half to get to him, to talk to him, to ask him a question, to get a hug, to get a feel mm. of who he is, you know. Same thing with Tom Bilyeu when he came to New York. I stood there till 2.30 in the morning on the street corner. I was one of the last people to leave. And like, I got to ask as many questions. I got to listen to him. I got to see him answer different, like to different people, different questions, different things. And I saw him to give the same respect to the drunk person who was passing and making a comment at the same time to the person who showed up, you know, like it, it was a different feeling. Like I, same thing. I got to handshake, hug and all that. 
um, like when the Mystic Misfits came to New York, I'm like, oh my God, I need to be in your, like, I need to meet you guys. So I got into that circle. I got to meet them. I got to experience them. You know what I mean? Like it's, I follow these people online, but whenever mm-hmm. I have a chance, they're in the area. I'm like, I have to put myself in front of this person. I have to experience it and see if I get the same feeling or not. And I can tell you, it's it's not the same feeling. It's like better feeling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All the people that I just mentioned, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, looking in their eyes and speaking and like facing them and, and the, being in their personal space it's different it's beautiful and I'm like okay now I see (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, but and yet it sounds like it was a progression for you to get to that point Mm -hmm. when you started out talking about when Frank Jade yes in the beginning I'm like like, I'm good right here I'm good I'll just be entertained you know what I'm just going to watch this screen and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Like you it, just it, weren't ready to open into mm-hmm. that space or energy yet within yourself. Yes. Interesting. Hmm. Do we feel anything is left we didn't put on the table? Oh, no, I feel like that came to a, a completion. I feel complete within myself. And this, and yeah, I, for me, it's a further reminder to myself. Uh, to put the weight down, the weights that I might be carrying that I don't even realize I'm carrying and, and maybe make it conscious, you know, mm. maybe definitely make a more conscious effort. Like I go kiss the trees in the morning, put my hands on the ground. Like I do this stuff purposely because I need those touchstones or reminders. Otherwise I find I'm like running around in my, not in my head, but just, I can be running without the physical touch. And then it's like, Oh, you know what? That physical touch makes a difference. It grounds me somehow. It just puts me in a little different space. So same for this, I will have the image now today. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to get a massage at Sarah's. <laughs> just melt into the table and drop everything. <laughs> and I love that. <laughs> I will laugh and smile during the day. As soon as I go to work. It's good because it opens up more space and allows other, like I said, sometimes yes. it's about releasing and things and other times it's just almost that detachment like just let it be hmm. I don't have to pick it up I can walk from tree to tree enjoy doing that and if there's something really that needs picking up at some point it'll let me know <laughs> wow <laughs> I can trust that but... well hmm. for me I'm gonna take the part where you touch the trees kiss the trees and touch the ground actually I'm gonna borrow that for my next morning walk because I need to feel that connection, that groundness. And, you know, that, that goes to that dynamic that you were talking about with Tom and Ryan and Frank Jay and the Misfits. Um, having that 
the up close connection yes to, uh, an experience because that's me with the trees it's like I can look yes. at the trees so close to them right now uh, literally where the space that I'm living in and it's great but it's like when I actually walk over and touch the branch and kiss the branch it's like mm-hmm. so it does something and <laughs> I might not know what it is mm. <laughs> and it works it's just it enlivened I feel enlivened I feel like I'm in a different space um, and I obviously have a different view with these little pokey needles staring at <laughs> my Funny. So, hmm. yeah, I think it kind of goes full circle that way. Yes. This was fun. Like, I had well, fun. I had fun. And I like the idea that now when I go kiss the trees and touch the ground, that I'll be like, oh, Sarah's doing this. Too. How cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're hugging indirectly, right? Like state to state. Like the because gl- yes. the ground will pass that. I trust that the earth will pass it down to you yeah you and I have not ever met in person yes that's another thing we've been having this yeah only ever connected (laughs) (laughs) that personal connection needs to happen (laughs) that's a personal (laughs) connection that has to happen very soon yeah actually it's been on my heart like that's something that's been on my heart for a while now once everything settles and I'm working on it that's a trip I, I want to make. That yeah. That's awesome. Oh, I'm excited for that. Yes. Party. No. <laughs> Party in the woods out here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you would have. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Right now, this time of year, somebody just told me about this. That they went. There's an area where the eagles congregate mm. during the, uh, like, December, January heavily. Mm-hmm. And they went to look at the eagles there, and there were 200, at least 200 eagles, all in this, like, one tree. Wow. <laughs> I know. Talk about connecting. Wow. That energy. And, like, right now we have uh, the snow geese that come in, and they migrate here. And there's just hundreds and thousands of I mean, they're just incredible to be in that space and watch them. Wow. And, yeah. So... It's like during the other seasons, they all go on their personal journey. And then when it's time for them to go back and migrate there, they all tell each other these stories and they just spend nights like they spend the days like, all right, and now it's your turn. What have you learned from, for example, like the Colorado? Yeah, it's it's like they, they share all the experiences and then they're like, okay, see you next time. Fly away. Wow. Wow. interesting way of yeah so you know we always talk about tribes but i mean hey it's the bird thing too they do it that way they come back or even like at night sometimes you just see the birds come back all into different groupings where the uh i'm thinking of the swallows when i was in uh, gulf shores alabama they would all come into these per these fields at night but then the rest of the day they're just all over the place mm-hmm. but at night they come back to one main spot Nature remains the best teacher ever. Oh my gosh, yes. Wow. <laughs> there we go. Connect to our inner nature and outer nature. <sighs> All right, Sarah. This is so much fun. I love to <laughs> I know I had fun. I don't when know. I start out pulling my hair out <laughs> before the people come on. Just spilling water all 
<laughs> yes. Well, I hope people who listen to this, I don't know how, I wonder, you know what? I wonder how many people listen to this podcast and I want to set up the Instagram page between today and tomorrow. I'm going to get it set up and I want people to leave us comments and like, what, what do they, what? We could connect with us. Yeah. Like I want to know, like, I really, I'm curious who listens to this. Like, I want to know who listens to this and like to the end of it. <laughs> Are you out of your mind? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Hey, all feedback is beneficial. Right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. Well, that was a nice giggle. Yes. Love you, sister. <laughs> Love you too. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Oh, uh, you too. Enjoy. Peace. Bye. Bye. Peace.